The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD or its components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 Hey, hey, hey. If you're a new listener, welcome. Welcome. I welcome. Got, <laughs> Nothing more. We no need to introduce ourselves. Just go to episode one if you're a new listener and just listen to episode <laughs> one. You know who we are. Let's go. <laughs> this is the Permission to Speak Freely podcast, and I am super, super, super excited to be back, man. Oh, yeah. I ain't even want to spend too much time in, in, in pre-pro just because I'm excited to be back. Sometimes we take 30 to 40 minutes, you know, talking about, it might not seem like it, <laughs> I know, but right? we take like 30 to 40 minutes talking about what we going to talk about, but uh, not today, man. We just going to go in. Go. Um, I do have on a kind of thick, kind of fit shirt uh, made by my boy, Joey uh, Gonzalez, uh, Thick Boy Panoy. I hope I'm saying it right. Um, and I got a camp hat, of course. Um, so I'm definitely representing some sellers that's uh, doing what they got to do as far as this camp cartel. So you can follow camp cartel on Instagram. You can follow kind of thick, kind of fit on Instagram. These both my boys, uh, Joey, he a DC man like you. Hey, man, hold up, hold up, back up, back this up real quick, man. So, um, if any of you guys out there want to send me something to wear. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff costs money, man. I would, hey, I'll pay for it, man. But I just ain't got this nobody hollering money. at me, man. Somebody want me? Hey, I, I pay for it, man. Just, yeah, man. You we know, gotta gotta get you up, out man. the San Fran hat, man. Yeah, get you man. Sellers uh, represent San Fran, though. But you yeah, know. this stuff costs, man. Yeah, it's man. all about support. Well, Joey, he, I had to pay for shipping with this. I sent Joey some swag when we put out some permission to speak freely stuff. So yeah. he might he might owe you a shirt, man. How yeah, let your boy Joey and you <laughs> a DC man? Let's go, Joey. How let your boy, man? Yeah, yeah, for chief, man. It's like for seven sure. years or something like that. But um, nice. let's start off with me saying I'm on duty. Mm. So I got the duty phone, right? So if you listen to the podcast in this phone rake, I have to answer it, right? So <laughs> so just be prepared. You know what I'm saying? I'm not muting. I'm not doing nothing. I'm going to answer it. You're not going to hear what the other person say. I must probably sound super nervous because I'm standing you are, and I don't know what the hell is going on. You know what I'm saying? Like we hey, had I, an emergency yesterday. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you one thing, man. What a good, what a good duty, man. You know what I'm saying? You could be in your crib, you could be chilling, man, and your duty day consists of a duty phone, man. What a, what a day, man. That's what I'm talking uh, about, man. I, I, how are y'all duty days? Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got I your duty. Do, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me on that one, man. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I knew that was coming, man. But look, so check it out. Look, I'm on duty. Right? I had a duty phone uh, yesterday. I, I I do site visits. That's, you know, the job. I do site visits. So I had to do a site visit. So I'm at Bethesda, the, the hospital, right? You could get lost. I don't know if you ever been to Bethesda over here on the East Coast, but you could get lost on that base and uh -huh. then you could get lost in that hospital. So I'm <laughs> going to visit uh, a seller that I know. I'm going to go, you know, go talk to him. I'll at him. He moving around. He one place, he another place. He so now I'm like just nervous and trying to visit him. Mid vi mid um visit, I get a phone call. Like when I'm still doing an assessment before I even go look for the seller, I know. I get a phone call about an issue, like a, a security issue. And, and I'm the UI. The dude that called me, he like supercharged up. This is such and such. 
this going on? And I'm like, oh, man, like, what do I do? So I call my man who actually got, like, the qualified. Watch that. They're like, hey, this going on? Boom. And I, I got in a, like, assumption of what I'm supposed to do. He's like, yeah, you good. Just text, uh, you know, just shoot a text to chief of staff. You know, you good to go. We good. You know what I'm saying? So I do that. And then the other dude called me back again, this civilian dude. He's like, hey, right number. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I don't know. What. Now, mind you, I'm mid lost in Bethesda now. Like, so I'm lost in Bethesda and I'm trying to process. He's like, I'm like, what do you need me to do? Right number. I'm like, right number. Like, what, what is this? Like, you know, James Bond? Or so, so, he, so, he, so he was like, uh, write a phone number down. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I could be here. Yeah. To say. I was like, all right, as a reminder, you know, I'm the UI. He's like, well, where's the qualified guy? You know, and then and now I want to get into like how like everything that would normally be normal is not normal when it's an issue. You know what I'm saying? So the qualified yeah. dude, he has something personal to take care of, right? Voice. So I'm like, I'm the UI, so I got the phone. That's normal. That's what normally happens. The UI take the phone. You're good to go. But as I'm saying that, the qualified dude got something personal to take care of. I'm like, oh, this don't sound right right now. <laughs> and this my guy, he listened to the podcast, so he go hear this. I'm like, yeah, he, he, you know, he taking care of something. And that's so normal. He's like, hey, well, well, we might have to talk to him, too. So he's like, yeah, I need you to get on the phone. Go find somebody in the hospital. Get on the phone. So you could call me. I call him. He don't answer. So I call him like two, three more times. He don't answer. Meanwhile, while all this going on, this phone number is like a phone number that's like somewhere that I need, we need to find out where it is and take it off whatever list that is because everybody calls this number. So this other dude calls this number. He looking for somebody in the army. You know, and that's all I could really say. So he looking. So while I'm on the phone, this dude's looking for somebody in the army. And I'm like, hey, you know who you calling? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You the uh, I'm RDO. He's like, you the RDO, right? He's like, I called Chaplin. He gave me your number. I'm like, damn. Well, you well, meant to call me then. So, <laughs> so you know, like, what do you need? He's like, you know, he trying to get in contact with somebody that he ain't heard from in, in weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, like, how do I like do? So I call again. I call the qualified. I'm like, yeah, like, like, wh- what do I do here? He's like, we could we could look the person up. And he's like, yeah, we're gonna get these kind of phone calls, you know. So now I'm like distraught. Because now I'm at where I'm thinking about like Vanessa Guillen and uh, some of those situations where people be like, yeah, well, we called the phone number that they had and a person couldn't help us. You know Uh, what I'm saying? So now I'm thinking like, damn, I don't want to be the person that you called when you was looking for somebody and I wasn't, you know, able to help. So now I'm like putting emphasis on the UI. Like, yeah, you know, I'm the... uh, the UI, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not the qualified, you know, guy. I'm not the qualified guy. Well, where's the qualified guy? The qualified guy, you know, he got something going on right now. I got it. I'm supposed to be holding it down. Like, like, oh, talk to me. What man. you got, man? You know, then they might say, well, you know, I got, well, again, like, as a reminder, I'm the UI. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, but uh, we worked it out. Uh, we worked it out. Uh, the, the security issue got worked out the issue with the person looking for the so the dude wound up calling me back man i'm at home you know it's duty but you at home so i'm like what my wife man this dude calls me and he's like uh he had like a 30 to 30 minute conversation with me about oh, wow uh this person he was looking for man and now i'm like that we gotta be the shoulder to lean on and mm-hmm. it's a whole lot with this you oh, know yeah. and then i'm like you know i'm like well you know the person is army and I'm Navy. So now I thought about it more. I'm like, we might not even be able to find this guy in our system. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I understand and all that. I'm like, 
man, I'm going to try my best to help you just because I don't want to be. And always like when people, again, like when you watch those docs and people be like, well, we called the base and they couldn't find our seller. Or we called the base. They couldn't find this person. Mm-hmm. And that sounds crazy as hell. Like, just like I was talking about with the duty, me being a UI, having a f- phone sounds crazy from the outside. But when you working and you a part of it, you yeah, understand small, like that's what's yeah. supposed to happen. I got the phone, my guy, a phone call away. I could just call him if I need help. We good to go. I'm a, I'm a senior chief. Like that's we, you know, we it's entrusted in us to hold that responsibility. That's easy work stuff. Yeah. But uh, when the story comes out during an investigation and you got 60 minutes and I'm over there, you you know, it wasn't even a qualified watchstander that was holding the phone when they called looking for their dead whoever and you like, yeah, it, it don't sound right. It, do, yeah. it You know, it don't look right. Um, and that, that was the same. Yeah, that was the same thing with when you finding out people calling a base. Yeah, we call looking for such and such. And they didn't know where she was. Like a thousand people on the base. Somebody could be at the exchange. Somebody could be at so many places. But it's like, like it, it, it's never a thing until it's a thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's what I was thinking about when I was uh, on watch. So yeah. I'm on duty. So if you're a listener and I, and we pause or we stop or something like that is because I got to answer this duty phone. So yeah. bear with us here. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, you know, I want to talk real quick, man, before we get started also about um, our we guests. Mm. You know, <laughs> we've been having some real issues with some guests, man, coming on, coming on the pod, man. Like, I just want you guys, I, want, I just want the world to know out there, man, we've been trying to get some guests. We had some pretty good ones, man. We had a recruiter lined up. We had a CMC lined up. And, man, every time we have lined up, something didn't happen. Uh, te- mostly technically, though. You know what I mean? With, 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 with the CMC, man, he was just fumbling his shit out. I know he's going to be listening to <laughs> So the whole, we we did like we did like a what probably one of our longest podcasts. I'm talking about yeah. good info. I'm talking about man, you guys out there in the world would enjoy this this pod, man. But the whole time we was doing it, um, first he was fumbling with his phone. Don't be mad, <laughs> I said this, man. You was fumbling with your phone the whole time, and then on top of that, none of his shit recorded. Yeah, like yeah. none of it recorded. So the whole time. The only thing you're going to hear is me and Dumbo. And then I guess you'll hear us pause when he talking. And then it was just like crazy. <laughs> and, and, the, and the thing alerted us too, like, you know, the yeah. app. So we, we we use the app to record so we could get video and audio. Um, and all you need to have is Wi-Fi, a laptop, and a way that you could listen and speak, right? So normally some AirPods or uh, AirPods or whatever you have, could, could get it done right yeah. but you it's better to have a laptop i think the app just now created an app where you could use a phone but weeks ago it's laptop wi-fi something to listen and something to talk on right and dude i'm realizing like how many people don't have like i'm thinking that's like simple you know stuff but even as i'm talking about other podcasts and doing some other stuff outside of ours I'm hearing like a lot of people like, well, I don't have a a, a laptop, dude. I don't have it, and I'm like, that that's crazy. I didn't know it. I didn't know it that like some families only have like one laptop. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like people not poor or broke. It's just that's the way the dynamic is. Like I have a laptop, and my wife, we both got Apple laptops. Um, 
and we both use our laptops like we never have to share you know but it's just crazy hearing that man it's just you know and i don't mean to make it serious but it's crazy just knowing that man i'm i'm surprised so our first uh guest like you said cmc good pocket like it was good i mean it it would have been it was some good views because he was in the car yeah. And uh, I'm like, and we love you to death, right? But did the car look hot? Did the car, did, he look hot in that car, right? <laughs> Come on. Like, that was the first, that was like, I noticed, I was like, man, I hope, you know, I hope we make it. Cause it looked, you know, and then if you turn the AC on, it's going, it's going to uh, mess up the, yeah. mess up the sound. So I don't know if he had it on or not, but I just was like, man, but, but we get, we, we got a good episode in. It was really good. We had some funny stuff in there, a lot of educational stuff, things that we wouldn't have been able to uh, know about or talk about. He helped us out with, and um, we couldn't get it done because of technical technical difficulties. Yeah. So it's not like that we haven't been recording. It's that some of the stuff that we've been recording was like messed up. Yeah, and I was talking to uh, <laughs> I was talking to Dirk. <laughs> Dirk was like, "Y'all need Saul back." <laughs> Real, and I'm like, yo, man. it's not even Saul. It's not even yeah. my fault. He was like, yo, you suck. Get Saul. <laughs> right? I'm like, yo, it's not even my fault. It's our guest. They don't, um, it's just, it, and it's not the guest fault either. It's just that people don't have all this stuff that, like, we both doing it. We already ready to do it. Remember, we yeah. even talked about sending uh, podcast kits out to our guests. Like, yeah. hey, man, here go Mike. Here go a little laptop, yeah. man. We, we going to call you up. <laughs> so that was our first guest. What about our second guest? So the sec a hey, second guest man first off hey he was ready though he was he was ready when it comes to like it was going to be a good episode I could tell man he had a nice little spot he had I mean he had like a little <laughs> yeah, nice yeah, little spot where he was gonna do it at but he was having some issues man also with uh some technical issues with with having the equipment and stuff right um I'm trying to remember what he, what he had going on oh so he couldn't for I think was it the internet no it wasn't the internet. The first time, the first issue was headphones. He couldn't get on. No, no. Oh no. yeah, you're right. Yeah, like, couldn't get on. So, so yeah. we was like, a, we was like a podcast worth of time in. In, yeah. And that's the what first I issue was yeah. he couldn't get on. Well, yeah. it was a couple. Like even before the issue, we were supposed to record a different date. Yeah. But it was some issues in the date in the date, right? Yeah. So we didn't record, right? So those of y'all that be like, damn, where the pot at? Where the pot? It's times we recorded and didn't wasn't able to put the pot out, and then it's times we had plans and we just couldn't do it. So we pushed it um, a couple weeks. Um, I think he had to go to Vegas, do some other stuff. So we came back. We went to record, and then he had an issue just getting into yeah, getting to the the studio, like getting into that. Cause that's what they call it. So he had an issue getting into the studio, and then after he got into the studio, it was the audio, his headphones, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Then. Yeah, and the, the first it's funny because the first headphones they wasn't good but then the second headphones was worse and yeah. then we couldn't get back to, to the other one yeah the, yeah this the quality of style yeah. of the first headphones so he left yeah. that room right he left that room he went to another room that he thought had better wi-fi yeah and uh it was just technical again it was technical difficulties uh we look forward to recording with both of the guests again yeah and we hope we can you know yeah. we just need to plan it better we we ready for this we didn't prepped up we got mics we got headphones we got you know cameras so we like we prepped up but like our sometime when it come to having guests 
we not prepped that. And I tell them, like, simple, like, hey, all you need is a laptop and a headphone and headphones. And most people, uh, I, I can make it work. And uh, we, I, I don't think we can accept I can make it work no more. We got to make sure that yeah, our guests that. set up. Yeah. So we probably need to uh, hit them up the Thursday before or something like that. Yeah. And we most definitely will not start that podcast until we got everything good to go man like, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really upset trash. about the the one with the i was upset about the one with the uh, cmc though because of the fact that yeah. we recorded like two hours and something yeah it was good content real good and then found out his shit didn't record that was crazy yeah it was good it was that sun the sun was out too man yeah that's, oh, yeah. that's the only thing i really noticed from the pod like it just like was look like it looked hot man <laughs> it did like outside oh, and, and just just for him to just sit with us that whole time like i appreciate that and i want to throw one more thing out about about the cmc <laughs> though man like like he had his phone man like he was recording and i just want you know this is all love man his phone failed like five times in that <laughs> <laughs> His yeah. phone fell in his lap like five times, man. I was like, oh my goodness. He left. Remember, he left a couple times and came back. <laughs> he left and came back. We had to line oh, it up. It so it just, fun. it just, it could get bad. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. you don't got a laptop, a Wi Fi connection, yeah, or a microphone, or something like that. But um, all in all, good stuff. We, yeah. you know, can't wait to catch up with those guys again. And um, I, I guess we should go right into the Barnholm Richard. And uh, the, the latest information on that with a seller officially being charged, right? Yeah, man. Uh, well, we all know, man, Amon Rashad was like like crazy, man. Like it's something in my Navy career of 20-some years that I never like seen when it comes to a sailor actually doing something like this. You always hear this strong sailors. You always hear stuff like this. But someone actually, you know, going through at this magnitude, um, and you know how much those, you know, those ships cost, man. And, and that ship yeah. is done, you know, so I never seen nothing like this, but to get the meat and potatoes of the story, you know, this guy was a, he was either, I think he was a seal dropout if I'm not mistaken. Um, so real quick, man, I had a, a sailor, um, like that though. You know, I had a sailor that came, um, to one of my ships. He was part of, one of the pre-com unit and, um, so his story when he got to the ship was that the recruiters told, I guess he had a long wait time, become a mm -hmm. SEAL. And as he waited and waited, his, and this, this, I'm going to tell you guys this, this guy was already waiting nine months to a year to become, a, to get into the SEAL program. So then the Navy, the, the, the recruiters thought, uh, and this, this is his story, I'm just, you know, paraphrasing it or whatever. Um sent them on into the Navy and say, hey, once you get to your command, your ship will, you know, do it. Your, your captain, CEO, can sign off when you go in the buds. So his thing mm -hmm. was he was going to get to the ship, do some paperwork, and then he was going to get shipped off to, to buds. And when he got there, and I'm like, that's not how this work. You know, it don't it ain't that simple. It ain't that quick. You know what I mean? For, he thought it was going to happen, like, right now, right now, you know, uh, when it wasn't, you know. Um, happening that fast for him, um, end up time we like no time he's on the ship, man. He went, we pulled in, um, we was coming from Maine, we pulled in Virginia, and I didn't even know this guy was going off the ship. He went off the ship, went to medical, and I never seen him again. Yeah, you know, uh, so I what I'm saying, but and what I'm getting to, and my point I'm trying to make 
is when those guys drop out like that and and don't make it or anything like that. It, that's what they that's what they want to do in the Navy, and they don't want to do anything else. You know, they don't yeah. want to they don't want to be a, a damage control. They don't want to be electrician. They wants to be a Navy SEAL. You know, so maybe it's something that we need to look into when it comes to their mental. You know, so yeah, yeah, because seals, uh, you know, seals, uh, swick, like all of those, all of those special warfare uh, pe- people, that community, they are like some of the ones who join for the purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like some people join. Um, we still got the era where people was like, yeah, it was jail or the military. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or some people joined because they didn't want to go to college first. They wanted the college money. Um, some people joined the, for the American reasons. You know what I'm saying? Some people joined because it wasn't any other, you know, thing that they really were doing in life. Some people lived a little life for a little bit and saw that nothing was going on and they made a decision. But a lot of the people that go to be sales, a lot of them wanted to be sales at like young ages, like single digit sometimes. Yeah. You know, like eight, nine. Like, yeah. yo, I'm going to join the Navy to be a seal. You know, that's yeah. like going and being like, it's totally different. But it's um, to me, it's comparable to going to want to be like a professional athlete. You know, like the preparation for doing that, those things start at young ages. Yeah. You know, so you live your whole life preparing for something. Yep. And then you get in, something happens, um, whether it's a medical thing or, you know, you just didn't make it through. And then you out and they tell you, yo, you got to be a DC man. Yeah. You know, or EM. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> that I wasn't what the person ever dreamed to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I never thought I would be laying under a garbage grinder, uh, putting a white wire to to another white wire. Like, that wasn't my idea of the navy you know what i'm saying so i just imagine that yeah you know what i'm saying just yeah and on top of that man think about um a lot of time with these just like you said professional athletes man like they family it's a family history probably behind it also you know his dad or his uncle or his brother or something was a navy seal man think about the impact of that like they made it and i couldn't make it you know what i mean that that can take a little toll on somebody else yeah yeah. Now and now, you know, this is a devastating um, story. Right. And we take nothing away from the loss, the impact, you know, to the Bonhomme Richard and stuff like that. We're going to talk about that in a second. But I agree with you. Um, I think we should think about some type of transitional program or something for when people do drop buds or get out of buds uh you know and i don't know all of the terminology but when those things happen a trend and we need some form of transition you know i've had sellers that was impacted by that you know because a lot of times you get a seller that's that come to the ship and it's almost like for some of them they do go back but for some of them it's almost like a hoop dream and i remember being a junior seller e4 e5 you know and that undesignated seaman came and like, hey, man, I dropped out of buzz. I just couldn't do it. But I'm going back. You know, I'm going back. Mm-hmm. And I'm in, I'm talking to the boys. I'm like, man, he not going back, man. It's over, man. Grab that swap. Let's go, baby. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you're not going back. You might as well pick a rate. You know, now some people did go back. But some yeah. people don't go back. But it's just crazy just to have that in your head yeah. for like two years. Yeah. yeah, it don't matter what happens here. You know, I could do this. I could do that. I'm going back. You know, so it's a big thing, a big transition, in, in my opinion, that you're making. 
from a whole your whole life mindset to like that whole thing being changed and maybe understand we got to do what we got to do this thing happened um ryan sawyer myers is is the kid's name um this thing happened um it's something that we have to you know legally you know do hold them accountable for and stuff like that um the second uh my second thought on this is what do we do about buzz drops and like how do we like help them transition especially with mental health being like so much at the forefront operational stress and all of that stuff being at the forefront of like mission right now well i'm saying yeah i I tell you this man like so before we get too deep into to that i want to say this if it's a program that's already out there and we just don't know about if somebody can you know hit us up and let us know because it could be something out there for buzz dropouts and we may we just don't know Uh, i know i never heard anybody say anything about it as they came you know to my ship or whatever but if it is a program out there you know uh let us know uh, because I know it's a big deal, man, when these sailors do come to the ship. Because you're right, man. They either want to go back. That's, that's their main thing. They either want to go back or they want to get out. You know, or they just struggle or something. Yeah, so, yeah they don't even want to be there. Yeah. So it is a big deal, man. So if it's something out there, please let us know, man. I like to read up on it, man. Because um, I most definitely know every encounter I done had. Um, it was some, it's kind of with some mental issues. And back then, we wasn't, this mental thing wasn't like, like as big as it is now, you know, we, we mean mostly we'd be like, okay, Hey, what, what can I do to help you? You know, but now I know a lot more about this. I can send you somewhere. I can go tell you this. So I most definitely like to be educated, you know, in that, if you guys got anything when, for the buzz dropouts. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. So we could talk about it on here. Yeah. You know, the definitely. second part of this is just this headline, this headline that I'm looking at right here, this is the Washington post. It says the sailor accused of starting a destructive ship fire was known for hating the Navy, investigators say. And now that's another thing that's like, to me, it's another one of those is not a thing until it is a thing. Things. Because um, and a lot of these conversations we talking, I'm, I'm not like talking about as senior sailors, as you know, uh, you being a senior chief, uh, us being khaki. I'm talking about like your, your whole duration of time you spend in the navy um i would be lying if i said i never heard somebody say they hated the navy um and and we do this for every branch of the military um we just happen to be in the navy so sometimes it sounds real navy centered but i'd be lying if i said i never heard somebody say they hated there you know and i never took it like they would set the ship ablaze you know what i'm saying but that's what i mean by it's not a thing till it's a thing Yep. You know, we hear people say that a lot. Like, yo, I hate that's like a new slang now. I hate it here. <clears throat> yeah, you man. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, what about you? Have you ever heard somebody say they hate it being on a ship, the Navy, anything like that? Man, I have heard sailors say that all the time, right. man. Everywhere we go, man, every ship. And 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 I and I think it's more towards, you know, the ship schedule and underway, being away from family, being all this stuff. And sailors said, man, I hate this. I don't want to be here. All this type of stuff, man. Like you, But you're right. Until something happens, that become a headline, yeah. you know. So um, it is what it is, man. But I don't think we should be using that, you know. Same thing with being a UI, like you was talking about earlier. Being a UI, it's not a thing until it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's not a thing until it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you so. know what I'm saying? But what, so what about, like, holding people? I, uh, real quick, real quick story. 
at one of my um, commands that I was at, mm-hmm. we had a dude that didn't want to be a works in a suit, right? He was like, yo, I don't want to be a works in a suit. And I'm like, okay, you won't be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was the LPO. I'm like, all right, hell, what it be a works in a suit? He won't be. I, I mean, I don't think he's going to do the greatest job at it. I had went to one of the officers about it. And this officer was like, no, nah, make him the works in a suit. I'm like, yeah, but he don't, he don't want to do it. You know, I'm not going to make him do something that he don't want to do. And it's like, no, make him the works in a suit. He, he don't got a chance. He, you know, he don't have a choice in the matter. Yeah. So I made him the works in a suit. He sucked at it. You know, he was garbage. Of course. You know, he wanted to be garbage. He wanted to suck. So yeah. eventually, you know, they, you know, something, you know, things start happening with the work center and they like, well, what's up with your work center? Like, what? I'm like, well, my work center <laughs> soup is trash. They like, well, fire them. Oh, <laughs> you know, and I'm God. like, well, I should have never <laughs> hired them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, so I made somebody else to work in the soup and, and, and we did great. Same page. Uh, well, eventually uh, the whole division got investigated, <laughs> but that's a completely different story that I think I told already. <laughs> but um, the other dude, Bacada, works in the soup, and he was a decent works in the soup until the investigation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, it's just a whole, you know, my whole thing, because it says in here, it says, known to his leadership for for showing disdain toward the Navy, right? And that's about uh, this, uh, Maze, uh, this Maze guy, right? Known to his leadership for showing... Do you think that like we take like and I, I mean and a lot of times I ask, like we talk so I ask you these que- I would ask you these questions and me and you was just together. Yeah. It's not like I'm interviewing you. I hire somebody say, hey, that person you was interviewing. I'm like, nah, that's a <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> how so we talk. <laughs> nah, like we co-host. Like like but um like what happens when somebody tell you what they don't want to do? Like, do you take that on board or do you try to force them to do it or is it a matter of the seller like is it a matter of the person i think it's all of that man i think it's all of that you know um but i tell you this man i think if i i give you an example if i had a second class and i didn't have anybody else you know to do the job i think i think differently about saying i'm not gonna let you do it then you're not gonna do it no i'm gonna be like no man you the guy you know, yeah. you got to get it done. But if I had multiple second classes, I'd be like, okay, I'd give it to another second class or whatever before the work's in a soup. But you, I'm also in the back of my mind, I got to I gotta be on top of it a little bit more because I know this guy don't want to do it. So that's kind of like mm-hmm. my, my, my think about how I think of it anyway. Mm-hmm. But you most definitely, I, I agree with you uh, with putting somebody in a position um, and they don't want to do it. You already know that's not going to be the greatest job, probably. You know what I mean? He ain't going to put out the greatest product automatically right. because he don't want to do the job. So you most definitely got to think about that. But you also got to know that this guy getting paid, too, though. You know what I mean? He paid to do a job. So you got to kind of judge that. You kind of it's situational. You know what I mean? You know the situation when you're there. Shit, sometimes, yeah. 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 And you and you, you know, know this you better. Motivate. Yeah, you right. better. You know this better than anybody when I say, Sometimes you may have to do the job. You know what I'm saying? Like you say, <laughs> sometimes yeah. you tell him, like, no, hey, he not going to do it. Freak, I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Right. I, right. I just do it. You know, so sometimes it's like that, too. So most definitely a situational thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we, dang, I forgot. I forgot what I was going to say, but we had a, I had a, another incident 
you know, where somebody didn't want to, you know, do a job. But, you know, you could motivate them yeah. uh, if you know that that's in them. If you know it's in them, yeah. you could get it out of them. But if it's not in them, you might be doing more work trying to make Vince somebody them. do something yeah. that they're not passionate yeah. that, that, that not passionate about. Most definitely. It could be fucking some shit up. You got to go back and redo because they don't want to do it. And they ain't got time for all that shit. I really do it myself. Now, now here's another question about this Bonhoeffer Richard thing, right? And it's just something that's in my head. Is this guy the only person that knows about this before it happens? Is this spur of the moment? Uh, or, or, is, or does he have a friend, somebody that know, like, that he want to set this ship ablaze? Yeah. I tell you, if I was, you know, just opinion, it's my opinion, it's never like that. He, I never see this guy, you know, being, what, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And came up with all the, I didn't say came up with it, never talked about it before, and just woke up one morning and just set the ship ablaze. He talked to somebody, you know, somebody else, you know, may it may not come out, we may never hear about it, but I can, and, and but and the thing about that, and also could be one of those situations where we just talked about when it become a thing. He could have been just yeah. talking to somebody, but no one took him seriously, you know, and then. He just fucking did it, you know. That's so crazy, man. I don't know. I never say he never talked about this before, cause I'd be like, okay, buddy. Yeah, this this happened on a Sunday, man. Yeah, this happened on a Sunday. Uh, I think I was on duty that day too. Mm. I was either on duty or we was coming in to get underway. It was something like that. Well, we was, like, but I, we I, were, I was on the ship. We was on. We was on the. Uh, we was deployed. I know that. We were underway. I think, well, I don't know who's on the way. I know who's, who's out there. On the, who's deployed when it happened? Because I remember, um, I want to say it was, when I come in, I don't want to say it was like June, right? When it happened? Yeah, I think. I don't, don't want to get Yeah, too, I want to get in dates, wrong, but yeah. I, yeah, I think so. Man, I, I, I who's somebody deployed? probably listening like, nah, nah, Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, I think it happened, and I remember yeah. uh, we was talking about it on Watch or some stuff, man, was happening because it was talking about people's, you know, the, when other ships was going there and stuff, you know, hipping out and doing all that stuff. That's what I remember. Yeah. So it's another thing that I want to do on the top of our podcast that it's going to be a surprise to you actually right now too. But, um, I want us to like start like reading off citations of different, like, uh, merit awards for different, um, sellers or, uh, Marines or anybody that did something crazy, like honorable. Um, and I want to start off with, um, Michael Murphy's. So I'm going to take a second. I'm going to read his citation and then we could talk about it. Like I said, I know it's like a shock and you know, it ain't something we did in pre-pro, but I wanted to feel like that for a second. Yep. So I'm going to read a citation real quick. Um, it's a couple words in there for the listeners that I'm going to mess up, you know, but this all in respect to Michael Murphy. So, all right. So, uh. Here's the side. So this is his. This is his Medal of Honor. This is his Medal of Honor, um, and here's the citation. So bear with me for a second. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity, at the risk of his life, above and beyond the call of duty, as the leader of a special reconnaissance element with Naval Special Warfare Task Unit Afghanistan on 27 and 28 June 2005. While leading a mission to locate a high-level anti-coalition militia leader, Lieutenant Murphy demonstrated 
extraordinary heroism in the face of grave danger in the vicinity of Asadabad, Kona, Providence, Afghanistan. On 28 June 2005, operating in an extremely rugged enemy control area, Lieutenant Murphy's team was discovered by anti-coalition militia sympathizers who revealed their position to Taliban fighters. As a result, between 30 and 40 enemy fighters besieged his four-member team. Demonstrating exceptional resolve, Lieutenant Murphy violently led his men in engaging the large enemy force. The ensuing fierce firefight resulted in numerous enemy casualties, as well as the wounding of all four members of the team. Ignoring his own wounds and demonstrating exceptional composure, Lieutenant Murphy continued to lead and encourage his men. When the primary communicator fell mortally wounded, Lieutenant Murphy repeatedly attempted to call for assistance for his beleaguered teammates. Realizing the impossibility of communication in the extreme terrain and in the face of almost certain death, he fought his way into open terrain to gain a better position to transmit a call. This deliberate heroic act deprived him of cover, exposing him to direct enemy fire. Finally, achieving contact with his headquarters, Lieutenant Murphy maintained his exposed position while he provided his location and requested immediate support for his team. In his final act of bravery, he continued to engage the enemy until he was mortally wounded, gallantly giving his life for his country and for the cause of freedom. By his selfless leadership, courageous actions, and extraordinary devotion to duty, Lieutenant Murphy reflected great credit upon himself and upheld the highest traditions of the United States Naval Service. Right? Signed by George W. Bush. And I want to read them because, like, you know, we talk about it and we talked about it when we reviewed this, the movie. Um, but like, we got, we got real life superheroes. That's, that's man. That's, that's, that was deep, man. That was, yeah. I mean, we, I know, yeah, we watched the movie and stuff, man, you know, and the movie was crazy too. Um, on the stuff that the, the whole movie was crazy. Um, yeah. but you know, you never know, man, when, when stuff is put on the line on what you can do and what you are capable of, man, especially when you care about people, especially you care about your job. You just, man, you put in that position, you want to be the best, you want to win, and, and you just don't know, man. I, I'm sure before that day started, they never thought they was going to be in that situation they was in. Um, but, man, when you got a team that you, you know, you you that humble with and you, you with those guys, man, you're going to do anything in your, in your ability to, you know, um, try to survive or, or try to help them in any way, man. So, um that was a huge you know citation man and, and yeah you're right i didn't know who was gonna be doing this but at the same time yeah, man. man hey that's just powerful man that, that was that was that's just just powerful and, and, and then a lot of times we know he got the medal on the way we don't go out there and read citations though you know what i mean we ain't yeah. have to read them so that was that was pretty good man i i like that and it, and it goes along with the the story we just talked about like what would make somebody go from potentially you know, showing that kind of act of heroism to what happened on the Barnholm Richard. Yeah. You know, how do we tap into transitioning a seller from feeling like, man, I could be like Michael Murphy one day. I could, that's sacrifice for your country. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? The greatest sacrifice of Ever. all your yeah. life. You know what I'm saying? For, for your country or just the people that you with, you know, in, in like in like almost like a parent like death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To, but like that's your potential and then you carry out 
you know, burning a ship, causing like two hundred and forty some million dollars worth of damage or something like that. Man. You know what has to like crack in your head for that? You know to be the, you know, the the end result. Man, you I was, know what I'm saying. <laughs> I was locked in on that citation you was reading. Man, I felt like man, like. Like every day before I, you know, when I was on the ship, every day before quarters, man, I felt like I should be reading that, man. Yeah, yeah, that's powerful, man. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I want to do it, man. I'm sorry for the surprise, bro. Yeah, but that's why I want to do it because um, I want to. I know we talk a lot, man. We talk about uh, military stuff. We talk some stuff about just real life stuff. But um, we in this thing, man, and we proud to be in this thing, and we proud yeah. to be in this thing because of people like that. Yeah. You know, and I want to read that off so people could be reminded of like what people that was in this same thing that we in, which is the United States military, like did like who they were. You know, we picked the pop, we picked the popular name, uh, Mike, you know, Mike Murphy, but it's, I mean, that so impact many is more. still the same. Yeah, and it's a whole lot more. So every every episode. The plan is to give you, you know, another one of our heroes because um, we got real life. We got real life superheroes. We don't always got to talk about Marvel and uh, uh, stuff like that. We got some real life superheroes. Most definitely. Um, speaking of accomplishments and awards and citations. Uh, yeah. We got, you know, some advancements. Yeah, man. I want to um, talk about that real quick, man. Like, yeah. you know, first, first and foremost, you know, congratulations to you. You yeah, know, thank you. And thank then you. I, I'm, I'm gonna say it, you know, and in, in in my own way, in my own fashion, I'm not surprised. You know thank what I mean? You. I know the work you put in. I know the things you do on a daily basis. Work with you side by side, so I'm not surprised on you making, you know, seeing cheaper. Actually, I'm more surprised that you didn't make it last year. <laughs> to tell you the truth, um, yeah. but man, great job, great accomplishment, man. It's it's not a lot of people, you know, in the military get to get where you at right now, so. Keep pushing, keep doing your thing, keep doing your thing, man, and you're gonna, you know, be even more, be be great, man. You'll be master chief, um, you know, in no time, man. So just keep doing what you're doing, though. You don't have to do nothing extra. You don't have to do nothing. <laughs> just just be yeah. you, man. You you'll get where you're going, man. So no doubt, man. Good job. Yeah. Um, Thanks, bro. That's a lot of other people out there, you know, uh, that made it. It's a lot of people that that didn't make it, right? But we just gotta, you know, I know I did make master chief. And I and I sopped about it for a little sogged about it for a little while, man, about twenty four hours. Then you know I jumped back jumped back in the game, man. Um but with that being said though, um I know I kinda I I said I don't know who I said this to, I was talking about it one day and I was talking, man, sometimes you just I wish they had like some feedback. Yeah, you know, yeah me on, and you on, talked about that too. On on, on the board. But I talked to this is this I talked to somebody about that. I talked to somebody else about it too. Mm-hmm. And they was like, well, that's what they got. They come out with the precepts. They come out with, you know, it tells you, you know, fully qualified and qualified. But, man, that, that really don't tell you yeah, a no. whole lot. To me, in my opinion, that don't tell you, you know, a whole lot about me being a damage controlman or or whatever the case may be. You got the ladder out there. But, I no. mean. Pre- precepts and feedback. And I wish we had somebody to correct me right now. Like, somebody yeah. to correct me, some master chief, whoever. But precepts and feedback is two different things. Yeah. Precepts is telling me, in my opinion, precepts are telling me the basic things that I need to have. Yeah. Fully qualified is a really broad statement, right? But precepts is telling me the basic things that I need to have. Even the ladder, 
the latter is a little bit more defined, but a lot of that stuff telling me the basic things I need to have. And my in my opinion, and I need somebody to correct me on this, please do. If I looked at the precepts and I stack myself against another person and we both stack up exactly the same in accordance with the precepts and the latter, but only one of us make it, then I need feedback after that. <laughs> like, like, and that's yeah. my opinion on that. Like, I need yeah. feedback after that. If we both fall into everything that those precepts say, everything that the latter says, I'm going to need feedback. Yeah. You know, I had a bachelor's. Did this person have a master's? Like, I'm going to need some kind of understanding. And I'm not saying that. I'm not speaking for myself. I'm yeah. not necessarily speaking for myself, but I'm speaking for maybe the way somebody else might think. Yeah. Like, that, uh, the, precepts is, the precepts is how you get into the, the party, bro. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I got it. So this is what we need. This is the ticket. This is how we get in the door. You know, but how do we get the prize? How do we, yeah. like, all right, if we didn't, if we leave, you know, without it, like, what do we need to know we need to do better? Because then you get to a point, like, for instance, for you, like, transitioning from a ship to, like, a shore command, if you, and, and again, I'm not speaking about you and your situation, yeah, yeah. but I'm going to speak in, like, a general sense. So let's say I'm a, a senior chief and I leave a command and I'm the number one EP at, at, at that command, right? And I did everything I had to do as a senior chief. I had some DLCPO uh, experience. I had some season experience. I did what I was supposed to do in a mess. Um, I acted as the CMC for a bit, um, you know, and all of that stuff is documented. I got everything, training team, boom, 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 all of that stuff. I'm going to shore duty. A lot of that stuff I was doing it at sea duty, I'm not able to do at shore. I'm not going to be able to do it at shore duty. But those results coming out like right at my after my number one. Like so I submitted, you know, the, the, the board could see that number one EP. They could see all that that I did. And now, you know, if I'm thinking strategically, I'm thinking like, yo, if I make it right now, if I make nine right now, then I'm good. Like, you know, this was well-deserved. Um, I'm not really worried about this next eval. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's something that I was thinking about. We'll talk about myself in a second. But that's something I was thinking. I'm like, I'm brand new on shore duty. I'm not going to do enough. This next eval is going to be kind of nasty. <laughs> like, 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 you yeah. know what I'm saying? Now, now when they looking at you, they looking at, like, everything. But, like, most people will say, like, sea duty has more value than shore duty when it comes to advancing. Especially, especially when you get up in this khaki, you know, this khaki yeah. thing. So what happens to somebody going from, like, you trying to go from eight to nine, coming off a number one EP, going to shore duty, being that new guy, knowing you're not about to have, you know, none of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah you might be looking forward to, like, man, yeah, I'm going to make it, you know, hopefully I make it this time because yeah. what you about to do this time? <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, and the biggest thing is you continue to do you, you continue to lead sellers, you continue to do stuff, but you know when you get a good, shot at something yeah, yeah. you know like man, that's, that's the biggest thing normal. too when you know you got a you know you got a shot man like and i know some people out there gonna say oh yeah you know i made it with a p i made it with an mp mm -hmm. I, I got it i mean i understand that but you also know i also know when i got a, my best shot you know what i mean yeah, i know yeah, yeah. my my best shot you know because yeah, you know yeah, one yeah. thing about you know you get start coming up for nine you're not they're not making it with my rate anyway they're not making but one or two you know what i mean a year and this year they made more than that so i was like most definitely thought i had a little bit of a shot but you know but you always got people out there going over beyond i don't know what these guys did i haven't 
you know, fleet temps. I haven't looked people up and doing all that stuff yet. Fleet but, temps, um, stalkers. <laughs> yet. But um, that's good for them, man. Congratulations to those guys, though, man. Because that's yeah, a, congrats, that's a, yeah, uh, that's everybody a, that made E eighty nine. Um, the also, you know, the pet, the petty officers that advanced uh, as well, because we didn't oh, yeah. get an uh, opportunity talk to talk about any of them. So, yeah. congrats to congrats to all of y'all. Congrats to all of y'all. Um, what I do want to um, talk about is um, just like I think people confuse and i i talked about it a little bit um when i did get pinned to senior chief which i'm you know very proud about but you know on the other hand um it's a part of my job it's a part of my i was talking to my wife's uh brother about it like when you when you walking up the steps are you climbing a mountain you know your goal is to progress is to get to a higher level than the last level else in my opinion else why would i be walking up the steps you know what I'm saying? So a lot of people be super surprised that they, you know, made rank and all of that. And sometimes I, I think people confuse like uh, humility. Well, they, they, they think like uh, confidence and humility like our enemies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, in my opinion, confidence and humility aren't enemies when you when you're working to get what you supposed to get you know what i'm saying i was i had uh re reshared like a post when this dude was like man the next time i get an award or something i'm not gonna say man they gave your boy a i'm gonna say no like i worked uh, I, I you know i put in hours i put in days and i earned this thing you know what i'm saying so that's a big thing man now humility is me saying that somebody was on my facebook and you just said it too but somebody was on my facebook and they was like Yo, you know, they it's a that this announcement is a year late to me. And I'm like, in my opinion, I'm like I'm not really thinking about that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that ain't how they promote um for, for me it's right on time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A, a year late to that person, but for me it, it it's it's right on time. Like I couldn't have asked for it any earlier. Yeah. Um you know, this is right on time. Um and and I appreciate it. It's something that you know, and I'm, I'm I'm still working. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, hopefully that that work that, you know, we doing, hopefully, you know, I'm able to put on Master Chief from the work based off the work that I'm doing and the progress that I'm trying to make and the things that I still want to do. You know what I'm saying? And I think people confuse it because they want to like some people want to be like too humble, like, like, yo, yeah. just you know, I don't. I really don't care about, you know, promoting and none of that. Like we come up from sports and athletes and stuff. We still people at the end of the day. You know, my heroes are athletes that work the hardest to achieve the highest of goals. You know, the, your Tom Brady's, your your Kobe's, your, your, your Jordan's. You know, we putting in work. And when you put in work, you work to achieve, uh, you know, high goals. Yeah. You don't work to be surprised that you won a championship. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Tiger Woods surprised that he he won the Masters or whatever. Nah. Like, man, I, I didn't even expect it. You know, I wasn't doing nothing to get this. Like, no, nah, we working to, you know, to achieve stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so let's, you know, let's be humble, but let's kind of give some credit to the work that, you know, we do and, and stuff like that. I remember when Snoop, remember when Snoop Dogg like won an award and he thanked himself. Yeah, <laughs> he thanked himself for all the work that he put in and all of that stuff. Damn right. Yeah, you got to thank people. You know my, you know my wife. You know she been a big supporter of mine. Uh, my mom, she was at, she was there when I got pinned. Actually, she been a big supporter of mine. Uh, you, everybody that I've come across, you know, since I've been an E one, 
Uh, yeah. I had a CMC that told me uh, to toot your horn sometime. Yeah. <laughs> right? She was like, uh, to, to, toot your horn. Master Chief uh, Langjans, actually. She was like, toot your horn sometime. Um, I had another CMC that, you know, just groomed me from, like, uh, Sue Whitman, actually. Uh, she groomed me from, like, the, the lowest level of my career. You know what I'm saying? So even the CMCs, you know what I'm saying? Just being close and listening to them. Um, my officers, every, everybody I've ever come across, I appreciate, uh, the, all, every junior seller, everyone, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I've had priceless conversations with junior sellers on the ship that we just left priceless conversations, like conversation, man, a seller told me, and he always listened to the podcast, like all the time, like, like one of our uh, biggest listeners, Yeah. but we had a conversation. He don't, he probably won't even know till now the effect that it had, but he had a conversation. He was like, yo, chief, like. And this is me and him just talking, but he's like, yo, everybody not going to like agree with you. Everybody not going to like you. You know, he's like, no matter what you are trying to do, no matter what you setting out to do, whatever your mission is, everybody not going to agree with it or like it. Yeah. You know, and he wasn't like it, it was a part of our conversation. But so he wasn't like scolding me in that conversation. We were just having a conversation. But I took I took that. And I'm like, man, like, I can't please everybody. Like, it's no way, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That, that, that's, I can't. That, and, and that's in, that's not even just military, man. That's in life, period, man. And every workforce yeah. and everything you do in life, you're not going to be able to please everybody. So I most then, definitely yeah. agree with that. And then people are dynamic. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you, you know, any even if you got a relationship with your family. Yeah. You're going to like them sometime and you're not going to like them sometime. <laughs> like, like, Facts. like that's the, the thing about life. So uh, I can't imagine that, you know, not happening at work. Yeah. Uh, I, but, uh, you know, let's let, like, let, let's, let's, uh, you know, if, I don't want to get to, you know, talk about crying again. We talked about that on the last, <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, but um, I do want to talk about Josephine Tower, right? Josephine yeah. Tower, um, Master Chief. Big CMC, deal. big deal. Yes, CMC Josephine Tower. So we had advancements announced. We had, uh, you know, khaki advancements announced. But then we also had the Delbert D. Black Leadership Award announced, right? And then went to Command Master Chief Josephine Tower. And it's one of the things we talked about, right? When we when we was on a, a podcast with Master Chief. Hey, but I don't on. want us to go without talking about it. <laughs> First off, before you keep going, I want you guys to say we brought this up like two episodes ago. You know. But yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about. This. Don't we think we like. This. Yeah, I don't think it's like oh, you know, nothing like that. We did talk about it like two episodes ago. We just didn't yeah. get a chance to put that out. <laughs> CMC at a Changun, right? Yeah. So she she joined, and like all of this stuff that I'm about to say stuck out to me. Every part of it, right? Um, because the first thing that I'm reading is that she got the Delbert D Black Leadership Award. So I'm an engineer. I'm reading the Master Chief got the Delbert D Black Leadership Award. Uh, me as an engineer from past to, to, to present, you know, I've, whenever I see something like this, I always think, all right, CMC aviation, you know, I always think that like, all right, this is command master chief winning awards, aviation, you know what I'm saying? So just as an engineer, I'm like, cool. Um, but, uh, and it's crazy cause some of my CMCs wasn't a a aviation, but that's always what I think. So USS Chang'un, uh, Joined the military, joined the Navy in 1996, right? That stuck out. We'll talk about that later. A snipe, right? She's an MM. That stuck out. 
right? Yep. She 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 did a tour as a RDC. She made Chief in 2013. 17 years after she joined. That stuck out. Right? Um senior in 2016, 3 years after. And and, and that's cool to me because um that's one of them things where for me I never really like get crazy about how long it take to make one rank because it, you might make the next one like first time up if that's where you know you deserve to be. Um, she was a three MC on a Halsey that stuck out. <laughs> the CEO selected her to be the top snipe that stuck out. <laughs> she made Master Chief in 2019. She has a master's in organizational leadership and she was selected as the Navy's first woman Samoan CMC on February 26, 2020. And that info is straight from her bio, right? But, um, so let's start with joining the Navy in 96. She's been in for a while. Yep. 25 years now. I love it. Yeah, and it's 2021. She made Master Chief in 2019. So it ain't about the short play. You know, a lot of sellers, and that's the first thing stick out for me. Like a lot of sellers, I got a boy who made Senior Chief. Um, with me and we went through season together and he had seven years in when we went through season he was a seven-year chief so now he a senior chief so he like a 10-year senior chief something like that 10 11 year senior chief something like that right so he got nine more years to, to make master chief or do whatever he got to do right uh he, he, he a gs um and he called he actually called me i didn't even know he made it but you know when you don't know somebody made it They'll call you, yeah, you know, and you congratulate know, you. Yeah. <laughs> like we, yeah, and this my G- man, GSE? yeah, this, your GSE, he a GSM, he is GSM. Ooh. Well, now you know he a GSCS, but you know when you when you, well, <laughs> somebody, hey man, uh, I just want you know, I just want to say congrats, man. You know what I'm saying? You like, oh yeah, thanks, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, man, I made it we, too. <laughs> we, we made eight at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> we made eight at the same time. <laughs> Oh, shit. oh man, you congratulations made too, man! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, but this is my guy though. But he definitely gave me that call. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but because they don't really do social media like that. Oh, but um, man. so he made it in like 11. Reason I bring him up though, because a lot of sellers now they think it's a, they think it's a sprint, man. They 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 think it's a sprint. No, it's a marathon, man. This is yeah. a marathon. Twenty. It's a twenty year, twenty to thirty year career, yeah. depending on you know what you're looking at. It ain't no sprint. Yeah. You know, she getting a Delbert D. Black Leadership Award, what, 2096, 2019? What's that, 23 years or something like that? Something crazy. You yeah. know, that's uh, it's something. But but she getting that like a long time after. It's not like three years. Like, like it's not a it's not a sprint, man. Yeah. And, and and um, so that's the first one. Joined the Navy in 96. Her being a snipe, that touched me because as a junior seller, I wasn't used to seeing like notable CMCs that was snipes. You know, I wasn't really seeing too many Master Chief engineers. Period. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I've met an EMCM. I know they I know they're around, but I haven't met one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? As as an EMCS. At this point now, I haven't met an EMCM. Y'all hear it out there, right? What you would you say? I was just making sure the world heard that, man. Saw them e- EMCMs come out, man, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you're an EMCM, man, I need some mentorship. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come <laughs> come talk to me. I need some mentorship, like 100%. Uh, we need to do a tea party or something like that, whatever whatever, <laughs> whatever we do. Um, but uh, she was an RDC, which is just, just was cool to me. She's an RDC. 
But uh, she made chief in 2013. So she joined in 96 and made chief in 2013, right? So 96 to 2006, that's 10 years, right? Yeah. So then 2006 to 2013, that's 17 years, right? Yep. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, yeah. Never, we never claim to be math experts, but yeah. yeah, that's 17 years. So she made chief in 17 years. We got some first classes, you know what I'm saying, that I know and I love. Um, they wanting to make it now, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Again, it ain't a sprint. It's okay. not a sprint. It don't have to be a sprint. It don't have to be a sprint. And, I, and, and, and I, there's no reason why I'm, there's no real reason or no core reason why I'm saying that. But I just, I'm just saying that so all my people that want to make it and like really disappointed when they don't, I'm just saying that so y'all know that. Like it don't have to be a sprint. You know, I don't have to have made it last year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what I deserve. I know um, where I'm going to be. You know, it's not like, yo, if I ain't make it last year, I'm never going to make it. Yeah. Last year, I knew I was going to make senior chief, you know, I didn't know when, but I knew I was going to make senior chief. Yeah. You know, that's why I'm working. That's what I'm, I'm at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm at work, I'm working like, like eventually, you know, we're going to make senior chief. Um, but she was a three MC, uh, MM three MC right now. Like, uh, cause I don't want to take all of the speak time. Right. So I'm going to talk to you about that. Yeah. Right. So you get a 17 year. MM 3MC coming to your ship, right? And now take yourself out of your mind because I'm going to ask you to think about just the general thought process of what somebody would be thinking. I, not you, but somebody else. And, and and we don't think about other people, but let's think about it for a second. A 17-year MMC, what's the temperament? What do you think that this person is probably going to do on this tour? If they was coming to the ship, seventeen year first, I'm probably gonna think they gonna you gonna always try to do a good job at your because you one of one there, right? So three MC. Yep. So the second thing you are gonna probably try to do is get that E outlet if you don't already got it. You know, trying to get quals or whatever if you don't already have it. Uh, but a general thought, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know that much about it because when I come in and I see a, a MMC as a as a three MC, I've seen that before. Right. Yeah, I have seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have, sure. I've I'm seen it here. before. She was. A, she was an MMC. Yeah, yeah. Three so, MC. Yeah. So first, of all, I, I, I. No, no, it. no. She was. A, she was a. Uh, she was an MMCS. Yeah, she's an MMCS. MMCS. Yeah. MMCS. Yeah. So, I've seen that before. So my, my my thing is, I never, you know, thought she'd come on board the ship and be the top snipe, though. You yeah. know, I so have not seen a, that before. Yeah, Unless, and then let me correct one more. I'm gonna correct one more thing. So yeah. she was a 20 year uh, senior chief, three MC. Yeah, All right, that was it. So she made because she made chief in 17, and in yeah, three years she made senior chief. Yeah, went to the Halsey as the three MC. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I, I seen those before, man, but I never would have thought she would have been the hand picked to be the the uh, the DLCPO of engineering department. Now I say that because. That what I learn a lot, man, is the fact that sometimes we we fall in the perfect spots, the fir- perfect positions, um, and then things like that happen. Like I don't know if somebody got fired from the top snipe position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know she the was story. there. We don't know yeah, yeah. all none yeah. of that stuff. But sometimes those positions, 
you know, fall for you and it happens for you and, and, and things work out. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's meant for you if it happens. Yes, and yeah. it's dope. You know, it's, exactly. it's dope. She, she did. She did great. Exactly. Um, but obviously she did a great job at being a 3MC and she did a great job at being um, the departmental uh, LCPO on board the Halsey, man. So, you know, my thought process, yeah. My, yeah, my thought process, you know, is like, like I can't wait to go meet her because I actually I am going to Hawaii, and I I, I know we got the Chung Hoon coming up, so I most definitely gonna come back to the podcast if I do go to that ship, um, to, for the inspection. I'm going in there to meet her, and I'm gonna you know congratulate her and talk to her and stuff like that. Tell her I got yeah, a podcast let, too. Yeah, let you know her know I mean? we need her, man. She just need to have Wi-Fi, yeah, a laptop. And something to talk on and something to listen most on. Most definitely, man. I'm most definitely going to let her know, man. Um, that'd be a big deal, man, if we can get her on here and talk to her. So um, so you talk you talk from, in my opinion, from your state of mind, from the Damon state of mind, right? You said yeah. try to get E out, boom, 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 all this, right? That's one state of mind, you know, and that's, that's the Damo state of mind, too. That's the way I'm going. But it's some people that if they go to a ship as the 3MC, with 20 years in as a senior chief, they probably about to chill. Yeah. They probably about to be the 3MC. And I don't mean chill because I don't want to take nothing away from none of the 3MCs out there in the fleet. But they probably not going to go to this. It's people out there that it's probably it for them. Yeah, I'm going to get out. Yeah. You know, I made senior chief. I did 20. This is my last tour. I'm not trying to do nothing extra. I'm good to go. I'm going to go ahead and um, ride this out. Now, stand watch. Um, probably not really do much, probably be the uh, watch bill coordinator for the duty section or something like that until like my last year. Then I'm going to get up out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really hard charging. She went to, she, from what it looks like is she went the other route. You know, she went the Damon route, you know, and, and she had to go that route because the captain, I'm sure a captain is not left with a, like left without a choice. Um, whether something happened at the top tonight, you know, or not, I'm sure a captain ain't left without a choice. Like if she wasn't Kicking gonna, ass. you know, fit the description, then he I'm sure a captain has the ability to bring somebody else over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't do it. He handpicked her to be the top snipe. And that's and we we don't know. The other top snipe could have left. Uh, could have been there. Could have been a gap billet. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> could have sucked. Could have been a gap billet. Could have yeah. got injured, hurt, or whatever like that. But for some reason Captain handpicked her to be top snipe and that's her coming off a of 3mc uh well on a 3mc tour so she might have been in the, like this all things you think about you know she might have been in the spaces getting familiar with them before you know before that Never um but I, I just i mean that's just a good thing to take that alternative because it's a, like i said it's another alternative and that's chilling chilling <laughs> that's hey chilling. in my career 20 something plus i've seen 3mc's chill too you know what i mean i've seen yeah. that you know uh, because three MCs, and uh, when I say chill, I mean stay in their own world. Because uh, yeah, one yeah, thing, yeah. three MCs, man, they do have a lot on their plate too. No doubt. Yeah, about they got that. a lot to worry so, about. Have seen. Yeah, they got a lot to worry about. They ain't, they don't got time to be getting in the spaces and, yeah. and doing all that stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So we left we left our last episode with a term uh, that we uh, never really got back to, and it was the wet down. Right. Yeah. Well, we did get back to it. We got back to our master chief, and he gave us a really good like story of uh, where that terminology came from. Yeah, right. You remember the story? 
Well, not really. He had a good story. I don't really know the story though. But um, it had to do with officers. And, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what I do know is though, it was a the wet down came from uh, the officers, right? It came from the fact that they um, they wanted them to look like they were seasoned. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah that's the story. Yeah. yeah um. So it's it's a couple different stories. One is one story I, I read about before. Um, where they take them to the to the ocean, you know. Um, so when they come out of the come out of the ocean, they they signal, they rank or whatever, look more, you know, like they've been around for a while. Um, I've seen where um, um, the wet down and also came from. It was the last time, you know, they peers could could um, talk to them. You know, in a certain way, until that time they put on that rank. You know, mm-hmm. um, things like that. I've heard that would have wet down came from, but in two thousand twenty one, wet down is a whole nother level now, man. <laughs> uh, wet down is like uh, you, you know, you're going out, you, you pretty much going to a bar, you pretty much putting the tab out to five hundred thousand, whatever you want to spend. And, yeah, you know, and you're getting a little toasted. You know what I mean? That's that's yeah. that's the 2021 went down. Well, I take that back. That probably 2000 2000 went down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, went down. Uh, made you know strides and uh, what it means uh, <laughs> at, at this point in time. Just getting drunk, you know, getting drunk, celebrating your advancement, stuff yeah. like that. I remember when uh, Brian got uh, when he made uh, eight man, and he was like. Hey, bro, I'm going to send you that invite to that wet down, man. And I'm like, all right, man. And that invite never came, man. I don't think Brian ever had it. Man. I don't think he ever had that. Hey, Brian, if you listen to it, I'm still waiting on the invite to that wet down, bro. Me too, I don't think man. He ever had it. Yeah, yeah. Remember, he, like, he was like, yo, yo, bros. Like, if I have it, y'all going to be there. You know, I'm like, all right. You yeah, know, but I don't think it ever happened, man. Yeah, still waiting on that, man. You know. All right. So I went to the gym today. Mm-hmm. Right, I went to uh, Planet Fitness. Right, who goes to Planet Fitness? People that want to save money. Right, um, military members that normally work out on base, but on the weekends the base gym might be closed or it might be too far away, and you only want to spend nine ninety nine a month, something like that, to still get a workout in. Right, yeah. so that's who goes to Planet Fitness, and then other people that like to be recorded doing sit-ups on the treadmill or doing the wrong exercise on the the wrong machine, right? So it's the judgment-free zone where they judge you if you're too strong, right? (laughs) Right? So that's that's Planet Fitness for you, right? So the gym on base, the gym on base, you work out, right? You got to wear your mask, right? I'm going to tell you, we're going to get in that for a second. But you got to wear your mask at the gym. But when you get on a treadmill, you could take your mask off, right? Have you ever, did you ever drink like a, a cup of sweat before? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's up? Right, right. You never did, right? It's, no. It doesn't sound like something you want to do, right? Like it don't sound like you want to drink a cup of sweat. In Planet Fitness, well, if you're on a treadmill, you got to wear your mask, oh my right? Now, most people in Planet Fitness, they probably running at like a two-mile-an-hour kind of pace, right? Yeah. So they probably won't sweat, right? 
it's this is so I, I feel bad right now for all the planet fitness hate that, 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 that i'm spewing right but you're not planning i remember like when i was like deep in the running and i know you've been seeing i gotta c- yeah. continue to say this i know you've been seeing me working out, yeah man. i know you've been yeah. but um I remember when I was deep in a run and I was at Planet Fitness and I tried to crank that, it crank it up to nine and the machine kept automatically going back down like to like eight something. I'm like, yo, they got this machine rigged to where you can't go too fast. The, the, the treadmills in Planet Fitness also, the one I go to are rigged to where it doesn't go over 999 when it comes to the calories you burn during the run. Oh, You what? know? So, yeah. So my goal is normally 200 calories and like on 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 a normal pace run if i'm running like my normal basic run 200 calories in 10 minutes right so burn 100 calories every five minutes for and i'll be running for an hour so i would be at like 1200 calories at the end of my run as far as just calories burned yeah and that's not true that's just whatever the treadmill's telling me right um and that's before my five minute cool down but at planet fitness when you hit 999 it stops the counter stops. So you don't even see how many calories you actually burnt. And the Apple Watch is horrible at telling you how many, you know, calories yeah, you burn. Yeah, on right? treadmill too, yeah. So, yeah, so Planet Fitness and Apple probably going to hate me after this. But it's all good to go, right? So I'm at Planet Fitness, and I got to wear a mask when I run. Um, So Delta, screw you. I'm trying to curse less, right? So screw you, Delta variant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I hate it. I hate uh, covid I hate how we treat it. I hate how we feel about it. I hate how we combat it. I am I, I am vaxxed. <laughs> I am vaxxed, right? We talked a whole lot about COVID and a whole lot of episodes. But um, it's a travesty. Um, it should be against the law to run on a treadmill with a mask on, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> it should be. I used to pack eight masks. And this, I'm not lying or exaggerating. I used to bring eight when I, but when it wasn't a choice and before they, you know, before we got that little whiff of being able to take our mask off, mm-hmm. I used to take eight masks to the gym when I ran on a treadmill. So like every time I started sweating and drinking the sweat, I change mask. Yeah. I, I would switch masks, even though the Under Armour mask is incredible. Right. But I would, I would switch mask and I would have at least one or two Under Armour masks so that my first 20 minutes and like my last 10 to 15 minutes when I'm super sweaty, I got the Under Armour mask on, right? Because the Under Armour mask will last longer with the sweat in the beginning and then it's good to go, you know, I don't get too yeah. deep into the science, the scientific explanation of like the reason why I wear the Under Armour mask. But the Delta variant is here, yeah, right? Um, it's looking like we're about to revert back to some, yeah. some of the old ways, man. Yeah. I, man, let me tell you, man, like, it's Delta variant, man. I, I don't think this this COVID thing is going nowhere, man. Like, period. I think this shit going to keep mutating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and keep doing what it do. Um, I encourage everybody who's not vaccinated. I mean, I'm assuming, I'm, I'm sure people out there that that's, that is, that, that's their choice. I'm not trying to persuade you any kind of way at all. What I would say, look at the science, look at all that stuff behind it, look at who's doing what, look at CDC, look at all these websites. If you want to help make a decision, I'm not that guy to help you make that decision. Right. Um, um, but um, it's people out there that I know from my circle, from people who I deal with, has still caught COVID um, mm-hmm. with and been vaccinated. But the difference from the circle I've been around that caught it, they have had mild symptoms. 
You know, they never yeah. been down hard, you know, or anything like that. So that's the only thing that I can even say about, you know, being vaccinated, not vaccinated and all that stuff. Um, I'm vaxxed and I'm proud. Bro. Yeah, I'm vaxxed. Me too, it's man. crazy that COVID now is a topic of like division. Like it's it's some like platforms that like you got to watch what you say about COVID. Yeah. I, man. yeah. This is a vi- like a virus disease yeah. thing. Like I'm vaxxed and I'm proud to be vaxxed. Yeah. I would never, ever tell somebody that they have to get vaxxed ever. Yeah. I, I will right. I will share this little story that I that I I read on on Facebook man from a nurse man and this is not to scare anybody or nothing like that man but um she was on there talking about how like their um the ERs and and they 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 hospitals is full again mm-hmm. right and she mentioned that you know uh, people on a pretty much on a deathbed saying they wish they would have got vaccinated yeah you know what i mean it's crazy it's crazy man like why'd you get vaxxed because i'm gonna tell you man because you know i just believe in that stuff man i believe like just like the, i take the flu shot that's kind of how i look at it man if somebody come down and you tell me hey if it's fda approved you know all this good stuff whatever i'm like you know I'm not gonna put my family in in harm's way, not being the guy that go out there and not get vaccinated. Something happens, and then I'm back here thinking like, "Shit, we should have got vaccinated." Nah, I'm getting vaccinated. So you know, I tell you, I tell you the biggest one of the biggest reasons why I got vaxxed. In one second, I just thought about something. You heard you heard about the whole 25 percent for uh, people who caught COVID in the military for your uh, medical when you get out Mm-mm. benefits. Yeah. We just talk about that in the meeting. What 25%. happened? Twenty five percent. You if you call yeah, it, you get twenty five percent. Yeah, yo, I was ready to take my mask off. And it, hey, <laughs> I'm like, man, I might as well <laughs> take the well, mask. I'll let you go. Let me get my paperwork and make sure I get that in my record because I should <laughs> yeah. call that bad boy, man. And, and it's crazy because me and Angeline think we had it before it was like yeah. a thing to have. Yeah. Um, and I can't even probably claim it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> this, this, you know what I also think about, man, when we, and before you uh, finish, you remember uh, Davis? Remember Davis was running around saying so he couldn't smell, couldn't taste nothing for like a long time, man? And, yeah, we, and no yeah, one yeah, know yeah. what was wrong with him. I, I think that dude may have had it too, man. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember that. It's crazy. I remember that. So, all right, let me get back to why I got yeah, vaxxed. Yeah, yeah. I got vaxxed for one reason and one reason only. Um, quality of life. I got vaxxed for quality of life. I got vaxxed so I could walk into Planet Fitness and not have to bring eight masks with me. Right? That's the only reason. I wasn't really too concerned about the health reasons. Um, You know, at this point, we were, like, underway, and there was, you know, talks about liberty and if you're not vaccinated and stuff like that. But um, vaccinated and stuff like that. But I got vaxxed simply to be able to do more yeah it's for the liberties yeah um so how um, you let me so i'm glad you brought that up because now i'm more like do that put your back against the wall to make people want to get vaccinated because there's certain things out there you cannot do you cannot fly you know what i'm saying if if you're not vaccinated yeah Right. right. I mean, well, well, it's certain things you well, cannot you do. Travel. You can travel. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. But it's certain it's, things it's, you it's cannot contingencies do. Contingencies to everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's certain things you cannot do, right? Uh, if you're yeah. not vaccinated. So 
my question is if if somebody tell you you know what you can do x y and z if you are vaccinated mm-hmm. right if you don't x y and z can happen right mm-hmm. just like in the nfl like if, if this if somebody you know you go down and it's a certain thing happen they will find you you know what i mean yeah. you would take you could do this you could do that that's all you may not play in a game if you don't play in a game you don't get paid you don't get game checks you know what i mean things mm-hmm. like this you know is that putting people against the wall a little bit if they don't get vaccinated? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I saw what the NFL was doing. So, yeah, it's definitely putting people against the wall. You know, and I, I mean, that's another, you know, that's uh, like part of the whole quality of life thing. I never yeah, wanted, yeah. I never wanted to get. I'm the person that say if they give a if they give out a chip to like buy things, I'll probably have it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But a lot of people, you know, they got their own reservations. But I don't want to be inconvenienced. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, let me go get the. But the point that I'm trying to get to is that with all of that said, and the reason why I got the vax, the reason why I got vax and stuff like that, it seems as if we're headed back to it don't matter if you vaxxed or not. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, you're going to you're gonna give somebody a, va- a vaccine, right? And then you're going to give them a card telling them they got a vaccine. But like, like, do you have to present this card when you go into Planet Fitness? So now you got people like that might not even be vaxxed going places where they say you don't got to wear your mask if you vaxxed. And then these people not vaxxed, but they don't have a mask on because who's checking? Yeah. But I tell you what, though, I had to have that mask when I went to the airport, man. I had to your show mask? it. No, my, oh, your, your my car. car. I had to. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Airport it. makes sense. You know. Yeah, uh, airport makes sense. I got that, that's a good reminder because I'm flying out. I'm flying out to Vegas next week. Yeah. So I gotta make sure I got mine. Yeah, but that's I know New York was is starting to like. I think New York was starting to put out that you know you gotta how you present your card at different places. Yeah. You know, and people like yeah, you know, and this just me and my opinion, of course. Yeah, that's an invasion. Uh, you know, that's privacy, invasion of privacy, you know, yeah. which I, you know, I kind of, I kind of think it is, it is. You know, but it's like, how else do you know? Yeah. There's no other way to know but to invade. And then why did they give us cards? Yeah. If 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 you don't ever have to present the card, then why do you have yeah. it? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's it is an invasion of privacy, though. Yeah. I, I I agree. Yeah. But it's either I'm gonna close this place down and nobody could get in here, or you're gonna have to show me something. Yeah. We had to first. You know we I thought we thought we we didn't have to show it because we um we had to what they call it we had to um, upload it into um um to Hawaii I, I, I wrote uh, Hawaii and so we had to to upload it in Hawaii in the app so mm-hmm. then we think okay it's uploaded in there we don't have to show it and still when we got there man we had to like show the show it. So yeah, you think yeah. about that too when you fly. You might have something out there that you have to up. If you don't do it like that, man, you be in a yeah, line long as on or what, man. The, yeah. I'm about to look at the app now just yeah. to make sure I'm flying Delta. I'm about to look at the app now. Yeah. But it's like for me, right? This is another opinion of mine. Um, I feel like if I choose not to get vaxxed, then I accept the people that's not going to let me in that place of business because I'm not vaxxed. Yeah. That's my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not going to fight it. Like if you like, yo, I don't want that chance of you know corona whatever um a fatality from corona whatever so i'm not letting anybody in that's not vaxxed i'm gonna be I, me personally i'm gonna be like okay you know go somewhere else you know me and my wife talk about it all the time she's like yeah but it's some people that have the vaccine that still 
you know, move it. I'm like, yeah, but if if everybody in there has it, then they just moving around between a bunch of people that has it. And yeah, it, you know, we already know scientifically it's like not as fatal if you have it and stuff like that. I'm not trying to get into percentages because they could be somebody could be the family member of the one to three to four to five, however many people it is that had the vaccine and still you know, suffered a fatality. So I don't even want to, you know, hit on yeah. um, that kind of thing. But with, with that said, right. So again, that's an opinion. And um, I'm, we, we see a lot of division between whether it be about the virus, um, stuff like that. But a lot of people drive like a political kind of agenda with all of this stuff. Right. So my question for you is, first off, um, we talked about this, but I want some clarity. Like, do you have a, like a political stance or any political stance, like um, stances that you're like that you won't like budge about, like whether it be gun control or abortion or and I don't want you to get into any of them. Yeah. But do you have any opinions about any of that? It's no. crazy because to me, abortion is not political, but yeah. um, no, I it's don't a more human thing. I don't. Okay. I never, never been into it, man. And I'll I tell you this, man, I still like even here. Um, um, I have a a uh, a friend of mine that stay down the streets, and he's on Facebook, and he be saying some crazy shit about political right. stuff and all that type of stuff. I don't care about that stuff, but we don't never get together and talk about talk about that stuff. But <laughs> sometimes, though, you know a person a little bit more, like you think you know a person <laughs> until yeah, you yeah. T- until you hear their political beliefs and things like, oh start, man, yeah. like. Yeah. But things like, but me personally, man, like if I'm talking about anything about political something, I'll state my opinion on something, but I never get into whose side I'm taking and who's this and who's right. doing that. I've I never been that type of guy, man. I, I think about my, my family, my paycheck, how I'm going to provide, how I'm going to do this. And, and now if they do something out there that's directly affecting me, mm-hmm. that may be a different story, but I don't never really see that. I see stuff that happens that, that, that directly affects Everybody, you know what I mean. Yeah. It don't necessarily come like affects me personally. So, you know, I don't know if it don't affect me personally. I don't get too deep into it. Now, d- d- do your opinions waver though? Like, do you have like if you if you got an opinion about something, mm-hmm. is it easily waverable? Uh, I don't know if that's a word, but does it easily waver or do you? You talking like, about if something different happened? Or I stick to my no, no, like. Like if somebody trying to convince you otherwise. Oh no, you no, 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 stick no, to no, your no, opinion. No. I'm I'm pretty I'm sticking you to stick my to opinion. opinion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So so that's pretty much where I'm trying to get at then. Um because I'm seeing a lot of people like like not able to be friends with are like really just like like excommunicado like people that got different opinions than them nowadays. Mm. Whether it be political or about some human, you know, human or civil um stuff. And I, I've never been like that. Like, yeah. I've never um, ever been the person that, like, was like, all right, I feel like this about guns. He feel like this about guns. Yeah, I can't talk to him no more. Yeah, that's crazy. I've never been like yeah, that. Me either, man. i never been like that. Ever. You know? Um, I, I feel like people could feel how they feel. Yeah. You know, unless it's damaging. If it's damaging to, like, me or yeah. if it's just damaging, period, then, you know, I might be trying to talk to that person and... You know, convince them like, hey, this is damaging, this is irresponsible, you know, boom. I've had, you know, conversations like that before. Um, I had a friend that uh said something about Michelle Obama, um, about how she looked. Mm. Um, 
and we talked. We had a conversation. Um, I thought it was, and I don't normally do this um, for, for like for things that I'm not associated with. You don't normally see me saying rest in peace to like even like like musicians and stuff that I really like. You know, rest in peace, Chucky Thompson. But you don't normally see me say that like online. But and this happened online. This was a long time ago. But the, uh, my my friend said something about Michelle, mm-hmm. and off. So I think you know we DM'd, and I, I was like, "Yo, that's not that's not the way to go, man. Like that's disrespectful. You know, that's a woman." Boom, boom, boom. And he wound up recanting, and it came out that it was hate. It was hate. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, she's 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 beautiful." You know what I'm saying? And you, you're entitled to your you know your yeah. own you know your own opinion, but. When we going on, we talk about how people look and all of that. That ain't like that's like we not gonna move like that, <laughs> you, yeah. you know. And that's just my that's just my opinion. Like her husband, the president, you don't agree with some of the stuff he doing, yeah. but you're not about to talk about how she look, yeah. like especially coming from a man. Like that's like a low <laughs> blow yeah, to man. how this woman looks, and you never met her, you don't know her, you got nothing. She don't know you from a can of paint. You talking about? On your platform, you know, you got however many friends, followers you got, but you, we not gonna do that. So we 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 wound up having a conversation yeah. offline about it. Yeah, and, like, and that, that goes know, like like Michelle. That goes to anybody, man. Like like if you don't know them, you know, why you going at their head like that? I mean, I don't understand that that point of view either yeah. though. But and that's just my point of view of things too though, man. I never like been that type of person to like to go at people and talk about this and talk about that. Because what it is though, we get in these circumstances where we can't win the conversation. So I'm gonna go yeah. personal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I can't win. I can't beat you this way. So let me let me talk about your feet. Saying, yeah, talk about and, the toes. And, right, 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 right. <laughs> like it's like, all right, let's fight. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's like the less when you funnier than somebody yeah. or something Get in bad. high school. Yeah. All right, let's fight. You know what Bitch I'm saying? Like, me. oh, your mom ugly. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like my mom. Man. Like, hey, we got to you know, we gotta, you know, and you might you know, look at your mom like, man, like, all right, I gotta fight you, cause like, like you're not gonna just say this about my mom. Yeah. But that's that. Now, I didn't want to do this, but that brings us into the Simone Biles conversation. That yeah. like naturally flows us into this yeah. Simone Biles. Um, so it's kind of old, you know, it's kind of old, but it's never old. The topic when yeah. it comes to the mental health and like how much can you take and you know all of that, but. My main issue that I had with some the Simone Biles situation when it was going on was the opinions of men, right? And a lot of men kind of, we have this thought process, right? And I'm going to cover I'm going to try my best to cover it all. Yeah. But a lot of men, we had this thought thing where we'd be like, well, what can we talk about? If the women saying we can't talk about this and this and this, we yeah. got to respect this and this and this and this, then what can we talk about? Me personally, I think you could talk about a lot of stuff. But again, I'm I'm not too into I'm not that much when it comes to social media. So I don't think everything is for your social platform. You know what I'm saying? Like for everybody to talk about and debate with you about. Yeah. But um you could have thoughts and you could have opinions. But as a man, I've learned that some of my thoughts to kind of like, you know, keep them in if I'm in the, the, the room with the the women, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but more into, you know, and I'm talking man, woman stuff. So some people don't even like people talking about man, woman stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm talking uh, man, woman stuff and not necessarily anything that got to do with sexuality, just man, woman kind of business. And um, 
one of the things I was seeing was like a woman would support Simone. Yeah. And then the man would say, how, how can you support her? Yeah. She this, she that, she this, she that. But as a young boy, um, as a young adult and as a man, I t- we talked about it earlier. All of my heroes were men. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's just how the world groomed me to be. It was women that I looked up to and I knew were great. You know what I'm saying? At some time, I'm not really too happy with Oprah right now. But at some time, Oprah was like one of the ones for me. Like, man, Oprah, you know, and it's it's a whole lot more. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I just talked about defending Michelle and I support everything she always does. But like heroes to me, like superheroes, like yeah. uh, whether they be superheroes, of course, like Wolverine, uh, Batman is my favorite, Spider-Man. But um, even the inspirational people, like from Malcolm X to Gandhi to Dr. King, uh, music-wise, the, the Beatles, like John Lennon and all of them, Bob Marley, the hip-hop people, Nas, who just dropped a classic uh, album, yeah. uh, Jay-Z, um, to athletes, Kobe, Michael Jordan, like all of these people that I think about, you know, it's when it comes to athletes and the heroes and all of that. Um, they have a, like the Mamba mentality. Jordan had his mentality. And like, so I took that personally, you know what I'm saying? So like, but all of them had like a motor that didn't waver no matter what, you yeah. know what I'm saying? They were men and I was a young boy. So my values, even in the athlete movies and stuff like that, Booby Miles and all that, like my values have always been based on those thoughts, right? So who I looked at as a hero, who I thought was great, was based off of these men that I, you know, follow. I never had a, I've never seen, a, a, like, from my point of view as a young man, a woman regarded like the same way Simone has been regarded and her sport yeah you know and i'm sure it's women that it's women that's done amazing in sports like a lot like lisa like we could we could talk about all of that you know but i've never seen like just a clear like yo she's the goat this 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 that that i'm like yeah yeah like i'm like watching her you know i'm watching her like like the same way that i i would watch tiger woods but it's uh, still as a young boy all I ever looked up to as my heroes were men. So sometimes, so I'm going to try to wrap up what I'm trying to say. So a lot of men I thought were based in their criticism off of what I believe our values were and are as men, like, and not like the human values are even considering the fact that we're not talking about Kobe Bryant. We're not talking about Tiger Woods. We're not talking about Michael Jordan. Tom Brady you yeah. know what I'm saying we talking about Simone Biles she's not she's a different person period right so that so that was my opinion you know yeah. and I'm, I'm still kind of trying to be safe in it because it's not a male woman thing and I'm not trying to say like that a woman is not equal to, to that but I'm trying to say that my idea of perseverance and all of that stuff came from like people probably not making the best decisions like like kobe still shooting with a with a messed up leg jordan playing with blood like spitting up blood and stuff like that they're not the best decisions to make you know uh, you're taking risk like health risk you know what i'm saying and i've done it we've we've done it in the military to 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 a certain um aspect like no sleep we're gonna 
you know, crush this inspection yeah. and all of that. That's not always the best decision, yeah. actually. It's true. You know, so seeing men make those comments, you know, they it yeah. just bother me. I, yeah, I, man, I, my, I my, my opinion came where, uh, first off, um, I'm a big deal. My, my, I'm a big fan of Simone Biles, man, for one, for what she do, for what she do, period. Um, the other one is for, you know, having the having the um the mental you know side of it to say you know what i cannot you know be yeah. my best Dope. right now you know yeah that's crazy i cannot be my best right now now from a sports thing right and i was listening at the sports analyst you know talking about it and first thing i heard one guy say was like uh with michael jordan you know um, not come in the game, game yeah. seven, game six, and will 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 Kobe not do this or yeah. all this stuff they were saying, and and I'm more like this. First off, they are not the same sports, right? First off, you got a girl that's that's jumping off this thing a million way in the air and coming yeah. down, and her mind Breaking is that. not you know there. So I think there's a totally different you know animal when you're talking about Simone Biles, right? Um, but think about that for a second, man. If if the the, the flipping and the things that the, the not just the Simone because she's a lady, because the, the guys too, all those guys go out there and do this 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 event, and you're not there, you're not mentally there, and you go out there and hurt yourself. Then the conversation comes out later saying she wasn't mentally there. Think about how that sounds. You know what I mean? Right. Like she come out there, she she break her freaking leg or something and then we found out later that she had some mental things going on then people would have been like well why she go then why she do it then right yeah when you can identify that ahead of time man i give you all the credit in the world she easily could have got back up in there and jumped and did her thing people then people say okay well she didn't do that good in the beginning that's why she didn't want to do no more man that's a moan bottom man this girl been doing it since she was a baby you know what i mean it wasn't about can she finish it? Could she do it? Or she did. And, and you know what, man? It's not about a, a woman and a man thing for me. It's about now bringing more light to this mental health thing, just like your girl, the tennis lady, the uh, well, Osaka. You know Naomi, what I mean? Naomi yeah. Osaka. It's yeah. the same thing, man. Like, you do not have to keep pushing yourself if you're not mentally prepared to do this. You yeah. can say, okay, you can hold back, say, wait. Assess the situation and then make a decision on what you want to do. Yeah. Right. You know, um, not just pushing forward and keep going and keep going until you break down and you some in some mental freaking hospital somewhere. You know, yeah. so that's the type of level of respect I give them for saying, you know what, let me sit my butt down. You know, let me sit yeah, down and right. think about this for a second. You know, this if this is bigger than just, you know, uh, me being the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Especially especially if it's like just to please like user number seventeen three eight four or yeah. air fryer thirteen sixty five. Yeah. So that person could say something so that person could say something good about you, that person that never even tried to do the whole that, that never even attempted to do the sport. Yeah. It's crazy. Like so so this is what somebody said. I'm gonna leave their name, but it might as well be another user number person so it says fuck that there are times you will be challenged mentally physically 
and how you handle these situations is who you are. Yes, she could have permanently hurt herself. But now he's talking about another uh, uh, Olympian who who took a chance. But she pushed on and became a world champion because of it. It's a it's this level of dedication that separates Olympians from playground heroes. And the Olympians are a celebration of this triumph over mind, body, and soul. Sometimes you have to prove who you are. Broken bones be damned. <laughs> See, uh, that's some crazy shit right there, man. And then he said, Olympians understand that there's purpose in pain. Like, what are we, in Rome? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like this is the same person that'll watch you fight a lion, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I know, right? Like, you gonna watch me. <laughs> hey. Like, you gonna watch me get into the middle of the, uh, what, the, the uh, Palladium, whatever it is, with a lion, yeah. bro. <laughs> and all, and all <laughs> the things he said, she's already that. You know what I'm saying? She already yeah, accomplished yeah, that yeah, stuff. She, you know what I mean? Like Don't say most, like yeah. she's an Olympian. She's already Olympian. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's already proven her. She yeah, already proved, she ain't got nothing you know. to prove no more. She is the GOAT. She don't yeah. have nothing to prove. And know? then I read something from her. She said, I didn't have a bad performance and quit. I've had plenty of bad performances throughout my career and finished the competition. I simply got so lost, my safety was at risk, as well as a team medal. Therefore, the girl stepped up and killed the rest of the competition and won silver. Queens. Hence why we have four team members, because all of us can compete in team meets, not just me. I also have no idea how I landed on my feet in that vault, because if you look at the pictures, my eyes, you can see how confused I am as to where I was in the air. Thankfully, I landed safe enough, but I also don't think some of you realize I was supposed to do a two and a half, and I only completed one and a half twists before it looks like I got shot out of the air so that was you know something she mm. she said for mm. anyone saying i quit i didn't quit my mind and body are simply not in sync as you can see here then she's showing a picture she said i don't think you realize how dangerous this is on hard competition surface nor do i have to explain why i put health first physical health is mental health i'm supposed to do one and a half more twists she's supposed wow. to do a whole see? twist and a half so you know that's what she was saying and then i heard the joe rogan pod where he was saying she's all she got like adhd and she wasn't able to take her meds in japan so that plays a part into you know the focus uh part of it too i don't want to you know get too much into that i just want to stay on like well before we get off it the, the other dude who made the post about just what olympian shit like yo like that's like a spectator, and that's why they got that whole man in the arena. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that whole man in the arena Mentality, quote, like, man. You, like you, a spectator, man. You can't be trying to tell an Olympian who's proven herself as Olympian over and over again as the greatest of all time in that field. What they should be doing or how they should be looking at the field, in my opinion. Yeah. I agree totally. You know what man. I'm saying? I agree. But totally. that's again, that's that's our values. That's our values. Uh, you know, if if I was looking at the Simone Biles, what my value, what my value lends, um, you know, you not quitting, you're gonna stay up there no matter how now now let's say she don't get the let's say that she stays up there and just she either hurts herself like you already mentioned, or let's say they don't get the medal at all. And then it comes out that she wasn't whatever the ADHD meds are. She wasn't in the right state of mind. Now she getting blamed. Now she's the reason. Like they could have moved somebody else in. And now you the reason why we didn't, you know, get the medal. You know That's what I'm saying? Exactly so you, what she was saying too. Exactly what she was saying. Yeah. You got to put yourself first, man. You have to. Um, it's, it's a lot of times as a young boy, a young man that I was in, trained. And I keep saying that. And I'm not trying to say it in the wrong way. Like it don't have to do with 
male female women sex but i'm trying to say it in that way like that's the way i came up like as a young boy to just put myself at risk all the time yeah like yo if we got hurt we still playing the game i remember i got my head cracked playing uh football yeah. tooth out the mouth everything and i'm like yo like like i still wanted to play they had to walk me off the field i had to go yeah get gauzes like all types of stuff they had to walk me out like yo we still yeah. playing because I, I saw movies that said that's what you my at my favorite athlete my whole jaw was my jaw has never been the same after that yeah but you know we saw people do it like that's how you supposed to be like that's not that's i'm so happy that we move into a place where that's not cool yeah you know and if simone biles who's the greatest at what she does is able to be like that, that's what touched me because it's times that i didn't do yeah. that and we know the military is, is at the end of the day, it's a revolving door, man. A twenty a twenty year career is a a thirty year career is a revolving door. Like yeah. somebody else gonna come in after you and do thirty. Yeah. You know you're not gonna be the last McPine. Yeah. You're not gonna be the last uh, DCCS yeah. EMCS. Is somebody else coming in after you and doing that? But it's times that I like put my own mental, uh, my own body at risk. Just to compete or just to like, and I mean, when I say compete, I'm like an inspection or something like that. Just to be able to say that I did my all, you know what yeah. I'm saying? For what? Same thing, man. Hey, you, hey, look, and you know I got a story about putting putting um something in, right. you know, ahead of, ahead of um my health Yourself. or something like that, man. So most definitely, man, it's, it's what we, it's what we um do is how we bring you the same way, man, playing sports. It was go time. Go, go, go. It don't matter right. what happens. We got to finish. We got to win. We got to whatever the case may be. Um, but now, man, and I don't know if it's me being in the military, me being going through um, uh, examples of people having like no crap mental issues, yeah. you know, and think about, you know what, man, like, like I had to stop. I'm going to tell you one thing I had to stop, man. I had to stop thinking that everybody was me yes yes <laughs> that's what i had to do man everybody is yes. not me so i had to think about that for a minute man like what does that mean when i say that you know my thing is and, and me and my wife had this conversation actually we we just had this conversation like my mentality is like just like we always talk about i stay on the ship until the shit's done i don't care what time it is you know what i mean mm -hmm. i will freaking run to whatever i don't it don't matter what it is i want to finish it i want to do it but everybody is not me so now yeah. now now for example i'm gonna give you one example a work center suit when i was a work center suit this is what i did so now i my expectations of this work center suit is the same thing that i did but that person is not yeah. me yeah. You know what I mean? So that's a difference. And that's what I had yeah. to learn, man, that, that everybody is not you. Everybody not going to do everything like you yeah. um, and, and mental and everybody mental makeup is not like mine and all that type of stuff you got to think about when you're dealing with other people, man. I just learned that like three years ago by my yeah. first classes. I just I just learned that. Yeah. Like, he's like, yo, chief, like we don't think it's cool when you say when I was a first class. You know, <laughs> you know and I, 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 I do it all the time, too. Uh, uh, somebody I been knew, somebody I knew a while ago told me that before, like, yo, stop comparing yourself to everybody else. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not a superhero though. Like, it's you know. And then like, as a chief, I'm coming in like, yo, when, you know, when I was the first, I could have whipped this up and this my time. They like, you chief man, like, 
we don't we don't want to hear that all the time <laughs> like, you know and i'm like all right all right cool gotcha. all right, so before we, we we coming up it's getting late uh it, we, we heading into the magic hour i got one last thing we going so that topic made me think about expanded operational stress control but i'm gonna tuck that till our next uh podcast um i did just recently go through go through uh training for that and i have a whole lot of opinions about that so yeah. i'm gonna tuck that for our next podcast the last thing that i'm gonna talk to you about is i was watching a vanessa guillen doc mm-hmm. we talked about it before yeah um I was watching the Vanessa Guillen doc, and we're going to talk about that. That's another guest story that I don't want to get into right now. But yeah. we're going to talk about the Vanessa Guillen doc. But I want to bring up real quick about something that they talked about. They was talking about the cameras, right, and just how primitive. They was like, yeah, we can't believe. Like, you know, they had like the 240p cameras, man, the joints you can't see nothing like it's blurry like 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 some of our guest uh videos be right so <laughs> so they you know but they like yeah we can't believe these cameras were so this is the american military you know and i'm looking like oh yeah they you know they the kind of like that it's lit like they the kind of cameras we normally you know have yeah. like, this is the normal stuff so it made me think about like all just every um stereotype kind of thing every stereotype that they put on us man and um, so I think the biggest two for me was like that I could fight real good. Or I knew how to handle guns. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like I'm an electrician and I'm halfway decent at, at you know, at being an electrician. It's going to take me a long time to troubleshoot something. Right. But yeah, that's my job. My primary job But it's like, yo, you know, I'll be watching. I'll be watching something. John Wick or something, you know, or my nephew or something. Hey, oh, you know how to do that? You can whip like, like no, like I can't, I can't <laughs> disassemble a gun and reassemble it in eight minutes while choking a dude out, throwing a vase at another dude, and yeah. elbowing this other dude, getting a gun back and shooting the dude. I can't. Like the yeah. military did not teach me that. <laughs> like they did, I would be a victim <laughs> if, if something like that happens. I would be a, a, a easy, especially with like my bad knee. Like that thing could get snapped real quick. I'm on the <laughs> ground, like nursing it, and I would be a victim, like really fast. Um, I am not a combat expert yeah. at all. Like I'm, you, 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 you're going to take me down if you have any type of tactical skill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's one of them uh, stereotypes that I definitely do want to clarify about the military. All yeah. of us ain't. All of us are not seals. Yeah, <laughs> like all of us ain't it. You're right, man. My my nephew <laughs> used to say the same thing to me, man. Like when I was when I was like younger in the navy, and I used to go, you know, see him, and, and he used to always. It wasn't just, it wasn't just, um, you know, the the guns and and stuff like that, man. You, but guns was a big deal because he played video games, so he had his gun and pull out. He said, "Oh, this gun, do this good." Yeah, you know about nah. I don't know about that, <laughs> right? For one, <laughs> and then he and then he's like, the same thing with. Huh? Yeah, he's the same thing with like uh different aircrafts. He plays little aircraft games. He's like, oh, this aircraft freaking got this type of missile and it got this type of deal and got. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's the you in the navy, so I know you got a lot of. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. uh, about, about none of that stuff. So, but you're right though, man. The technology wise, I'm letting you guys know, man. Technology. I'm talking about from technology from, uh, from the computer side. Ever don't think our technology is great when it comes to computers. Don't think our technology. Yeah. Look. One thing you brought up to me, we don't even use chips in the freaking um in NEX. We don't yeah, have the, the chip machines, capabilities right? yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Think yeah, about that, that was for a second. Al- that was old boy Parker. He brought that up. Yeah. But yeah, like there's no chips, man. Like we still yeah. swiping. Yeah, man. They got the joint covered up. Like you can't even like 
get it in there. Yeah. Like we still swiping, man. And you, it's twenty twenty one. And you know what else? I mean, we just hit up a couple things, man. Hey, for all the all the military, not just the navy. If you're in the military, you listen to us. Hit us up in the comment box about yeah, all the stereotypes, stereotypes. man. It's, it's man. Yeah, what's y'all's? It's a lot. We're going to bring it up next episode, too, man. If you guys get some good stuff in there, man, we're going to bring up those stereotypes in the next episode, man. For real. It's a lot of them out there. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So I'm, I'm going to take a second. Uh, you read a book? Oh, no. No. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm a uh, schoolboy now, man. Yeah, schoolboy Q, man. Yeah. <laughs> schoolboy Q. <laughs> I, I, I got a book, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, we know you we, do. You know, we, we talked about it in one of the last episodes, but um, I... Uh, I, I've read I've been reading a whole lot of books I ain't even get into the fact that you know Navy Medical um in which I love the, the like more than anything else Navy Medical I finally went to get my knee looked at mm. and um when I went to get my knee looked at they told me they really didn't know anything we kind of talked about it but they told me go to physical therapy so that's where we like where the listeners would be I went to physical therapy and uh I left without getting any therapy um, but I did get a suggestion to buy a book called Anatomy for Runners. So basically they were telling me that, you know, my running form and the things that I practice is are, are what messed my knee up. So my knee been messed up since September. So that meant that I needed to read a book. So I'm reading a book. It's called Anatomy for Runners. Mm. Uh, thank you, Navy. Thank you, Navy Medical. I need to read that best. too, man. Yeah, they ain't give me the seventeen ninety nine at the book cost, but you know, yeah. thank you. I'm gonna give my book review to the doctor when I finish. Um, I'm not gonna leave it on here, and uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm reading a book called Anatomy for Runners. But the book that I want to read, and um, if you confuse all of that with sarcasm, I'm super super pissed off that I'm reading a book right now <laughs> instead of actually going to physical therapy for my knee. But I mean, that's 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 what it is. But the book that I want to talk about is called I'm Your Emotional Support Animal Navigating Our All Woke No Joke Culture by Adam Carolla. Um, we talked about it, like I said, on a last episode. I'm going to keep it real short. Um, if you are sensitive to jokes are sensitive to like just like you super duper woke and you can't like read anything, making light of anything or doing anything like that. Um don't read the book. I'm not even going to suggest it, suggest it to you. It's a funny book by Adam Carolla. He goes like pretty much both ways on every topic. Um, some stuff, you know, if you're conservative, you might think it's funny. If you're liberal, you know, you might think it's funny. Like he talks about Trump, but he talks, he says some stuff about Trump that's like good, good things that he think. Then he says some really bad things, you know, that he think about Trump. Um, he talk about people being able to bring animals on the airplanes. Like I never even knew somebody brought a pig onto an airplane saying it was their emotional support animal. The pig pretty much took a shit. The person in the pig got kicked off the airplane. Right? <laughs> but um, but that's all from, you know, that's all stuff from his book. He wrote the book, I think like before Corona or mid Corona or something like that. But um, it's a cool book to read. It's funny. He's a comedian from the man show. Um, That's like where he got famous from. But uh. It's just a fun book. And that's just me being open and being able to listen to other stuff. I'm definitely not conservative or nothing like that. So that's just me being open and being able to listen to other stuff, having an open mind. If you don't have an open mind, please don't read the book. Yep. Um, and I think even in the book, he still practiced uh, a lot of like staying safe from talking about certain things. But it's it's just he's a comedian. Is I mean, I wish he was able to, you know, just be a comedian. But we're we you know, we got to be responsible in a lot of the things we say. Yeah. All right. 
So the movie is unbroken. Yeah, man. The movie, again, um, it was in our Lost episodes, too. We talked about it a little bit. Um, but, you know, the movie was... was was um, um, I gave so it a... Since I gave, we talked about it, I'm, I, I want to cut you. No, like, don't cut since me. Since we talked no, about it... No, I'm getting right Since now. we talked about it, right? Since we talked about it, and we, you know, we were liberal and we stayed safe in the in the last episodes. Let's not waste our time being liberal and staying safe. Yeah, you know, I'm a I'm a open and I'm gonna get you right back. That that movie was trash. Yeah, <laughs> all right, that's I'm gonna let you go. Yeah, that yeah. movie was trash. I ain't the, gonna the, say who directed it. Yeah, that joint was trash. <laughs> well, the the movie to me personally, man, it didn't have enough in it, right? To me, it stayed at the same spots for so long. Um, it wasn't no connection. It wasn't no. It just wasn't something that I could finish to be. <laughs> to be honest yeah, with yeah, you, yeah. man, <laughs> your watch, your your watch uh, segment was wasn't unbroken. Yeah, like you broke yeah, it. man, I just couldn't finish it, man. It's talked. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was bad, man. Um, it was bad. So I. I but I feel like the, the the person who directed it and all that stuff. I hope they learn from it. You know. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, I know. I think she learned from yeah, it, man. It she, wasn't she a dope. Yeah, it wasn't a good movie. Angie, man. Yeah, yeah, she dope. I call her Angie. Oh, Angie, dope. I like yeah, her. Angie, yeah, yeah, I call her Angie. Yeah, I don't know, her, yeah, but I call her. Yeah. I definitely call her Angie. But um, yeah, she dope. I like Angelina Jolie a lot. And then the Cohen brothers wrote it. Uh, from Fargo fame. So my surprise, because these guys are like yeah. geniuses to me when it comes to like movies and writing stuff. But but hold but on, but, but was, the thing about the 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 writing part of it, I think, um. The, the, the storylines and all that could have been good though it was just the yeah. movie man the movie so you, yeah you think it's the way it was yeah. pressed together and yeah. edited directed it. yeah I but do. yeah yeah like nothing it was a crazy story right to do prison up like lost that aviator lost at sea with like 52 days or something crazy like that uh found by the enemy who was it was it japan at that time it was japan Found yeah. by the enemy to World War II. Yeah. Found by the enemy um, prisoner of war. Uh, all types of craziness, abused, all types of stuff. Um, they wanted them to like dance, pretty much dance for the man, like do like some TV shows or something like that. Just got real stupid um, for him. Um, just real bad stuff, right? Uh, definitely a real moving story, the true story. But just the movie, just like you said, nothing felt connected you yeah. know what i'm saying it's the kind of movie you use to test out your surround sound yeah you know what i'm saying just yeah. to see how it sound in the beginning and then you just turn it off yeah most definitely wasn't a good right movie, man. um so definitely um i'm gonna get at one i ain't even gonna use our star rating for that movie i'm gonna go two thumbs down yeah on that um don't ever watch it if you did like it then you liked a bad movie yeah. you know what i'm saying i got nothing else for you yeah. you liked the bad movie it wasn't good you just like angie you must just like Angie if you just watch that movie. Angie, 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 <laughs> Angie Jolie. The only reason you like that movie is just like her. Period. That's it. Yeah, wasn't a yeah, good movie. Yeah, yeah, I love her. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Uh, let's wrap it. this thing up, man. You know. Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, we got we we gonna be putting our new episode. Hey, like we said before, we are gonna get that, that that CMC and that recruiter back on here, man, because they had some good stuff to um to talk about, man. So we gonna figure it out. We might have to send them a little kit. You know what I mean? To make sure they squared away. <laughs> yeah. But we'll, yeah. we'll most definitely get them on here, man. So, uh, yeah, good episode, man. 
Yeah, new listeners, old listeners, we love you. We can't wait to hear from you. We can't wait for you to hear from us again. Most dev. Thank you. Peace out. Peace out. Mississippi stand up. <laughs>